Hey there, welcome to the Love and Loss podcast, helping you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from miscarriage. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me today. How are you? It's good to be back after a week's break. We're living in some crazy times right now, right? Today, I want to help you find the positives in a pandemic, specifically for your health. It might seem a little bit far-fetched, but stay tuned. You might be surprised. So I actually just spent two and a half months in the U.S. being a snowbird, albeit a working one. You might not know that I'm from Canada. And so I wanted to, my husband and I both wanted to escape the winter and we traveled south. And while I loved the sunny weather of the south, it does feel good to be home especially given the current circumstances. I took last week off the very end of our two and a half months in the South to spend some time in San Francisco touring around and visiting the city. And we were supposed to attend a Tony Robbins conference, my husband and I together, and that was ultimately canceled because of the coronavirus. So instead, we spent the last four days of the week in the car driving home. So now we're home, where I'll be spending another 10 days in isolation as I record this. Um, So 14 days plus the four that I spent in the car driving home. And I'm spending a lot more time watching the news, way more than I normally do. I normally don't spend very much time at all watching news or reading news, consuming it. And for a lot of different reasons that I won't get into right now, but What I'm seeing and hearing on and off the TV is mostly fear and negativity. I'm sure you're feeling it too, especially if you're on a fertility journey. It's not a good time to be in doctor's offices, hospitals, ultrasound rooms, clinics. I don't know about you, but the the fertility clinic that I went to was attached to, it was in a medical building where there was a whole bunch of other doctors And the ultrasound was done across the street in the hospital where all of the hospital patients received ultrasounds. So ultimately, I I would not have wanted to be in either of those places in this kind of scenario when there's a pandemic going on. And if you've had a miscarriage, you might actually be happy to hunker down. But by the same token, you might need support from your friends and family and not able to get that as easily when you're isolated. Further, you might be preparing for your next pregnancy and maybe feeling limited in terms of what you can do for your reproductive health as well in these times. So in today's episode, I want to help you turn fear and negativity into a positive. I want to give you a different perspective because I believe that we can actually find healing in this pandemic. I know that can be hard to believe, but hear me out. So first of all, let me tell you a bit more about my beliefs. I believe that pandemics are going to become a much more common occurrence. It's inevitable, I think, when we have a growing population globally, And so many huge cities of people living in close proximity to one another, Mother Nature is bound to push back on us in these scenarios. 
when you have so many people living in a small area, it takes a toll on mother nature. And it also takes a toll on us. Just being in the city is a stressor to our bodies. Living in this world today is a stressor on our bodies. Half the time we don't even realize it, but we are having to process more pollution, more noise, which is an actual stressor on our bodies, more people. There's less green space. There's the transportation challenges. Getting from one place to another can be stressful. Just the energy of so many people around you all the time is actually stressful. So I believe that this pandemic is mother's, Mother Nature's way of getting us to slow down. And instead of fighting it, maybe we should be taking advantage. When you slow down, you move out of stress mode. When you're relaxed, your body can rest, your hormones can rebalance, you can return to a harmonious state, and your emotions and your spirit can also recover. So I've talked about this before, and I, I will keep talking about it because it's, it's sort of my soapbox. When you are in stress mode, cortisol and adrenaline tell your body to focus all of its energy on the muscles and the mind so that you can flee or fight. So it turns down everything else, including your immune system and your reproductive system. So when you do the opposite, cortisol, that, that is to say, become less stressed, cortisol and adrenaline decline, and your immune system and your reproductive systems can start to rebuild and restore. So I just had a client recently who told me that her doctor, her fertility doctor said that, that stress has nothing to do with reproduction, with your, your reproductive system. And I have to beg to differ. Knowing what I do about the hormonal system and the links within the system, it absolutely has an impact. So I want to encourage you to take this time at home to find the positives and allow your body to de-stress. So here's five things that you can do to help you relax and to bring balance back to your body and your mind and your spirit. So number one, we can get more sleep. When we're forced to stay home, we're not spending all kinds of time getting ready for work and going out, there's more time to rest. The majority of the population is chronically under-rested. If you're getting somewhere less than seven to nine hours of sleep a night, you are under-rested. And that is a stressor on your body. It does not promote reproductive health. So go to bed earlier, sleep later. This is going to help your body recover. Okay, that's number one, get more sleep. Number two, we can cook healthy meals. When you can't go out to restaurants, you have to cook. And cooking at home is more often healthier than eating out. As long as you're not cooking KD every night or you know, you've stocked up on a whole bunch of frozen dinners, then you're going to kind of automatically be eating healthier than you might if you're getting takeout or, or eating out at restaurants a lot. And besides, I admit that I went to the grocery store the other day when we got home 
I braced my isolation because we had no food in the house and all I could get was fresh produce. All the shelves of frozen, dried, and canned foods were shockingly empty. I'm not so shocked now in hindsight, but when I first walked into a grocery store after not going in a grocery store for a week, um, I was a bit shocked. So use the the fresh produce that's readily available right now. Um, Cook healthy foods, healthy meals for yourself. Take the extra time that you might have on your hands to to get nutritious food into your body and allow it to replenish itself that way. So that's number two, cook healthy meals. Number three, we can get outside more. So this might not apply. It's a little more difficult, I would say, if you're living in the middle of the city, say in a condo building or um, you know somewhere that's very cl- within close proximity to people, then you might have to be more limited in terms of of using the hallways in your condo building or getting outside on busy streets. But most of you, I suspect, most of my listeners are able to get out to somewhere in nature and and do some walking or hiking or even get out for a bike ride now that the weather is turning. We have to stay away from gyms and sports arenas and Um, you know, whatever your usual, probably yoga studios as well, um, whatever your usual way of getting exercises, you might need to actually start doing it more from from home or outside. You can still keep your, your six feet of distance, even if you walk with someone else, or if you encounter somebody on a trail or wherever you walk. So I spent an hour actually, um, yesterday walking, a golf course nearby with my little pup. And this morning I spent an hour on the trail and I didn't see a single soul. I think people are actually spending more time inside. So get outside. Our bodies need the vitamin D to harmonize hormones. It's a critical vitamin for hormones. So at least walk outside and get in your backyard. And that's critical for reproductive health. And then the second thing I would say about getting outside, nature brings stress levels down just by looking at it. So if you're actually out experiencing it, breathing it in, your stress levels are going to come down. So that's number three, get outside. Number four, we have more time to get quiet with fewer people around, having to spend time alone. Take advantage of that time. Have a bath read, meditate, listen to some soft music. So many people are afraid of being in their own company. I can't tell you how many people have said to me, oh no, I can't meditate. I did, my mind wanders, my, I can't even close my eyes. Yes, you can. And now is the time to start trying it. Just sit down on the floor and close your eyes and start breathing. Reconnect with yourself, reconnect with mother earth Getting quiet like this is a distressor. And as I said before, when your body is relaxed, your reproductive system rebalances. So that's number four, find a way to get quiet. Um, I love to meditate. I am trying to get into a better habit of journaling. I do it a lot, but I'm trying to do it every day. I love to read. My husband and I will sit down and listen to music. We turn on 
Reiki music. We listen to lots. Uh, we have lots of other musical tastes, particularly my husband, but we're, we're really trying to spend time before bed and in the mornings listening to more relaxing music. And then number five, speaking about my spouse, you can spend more time with your spouse. Take this time to reconnect, snuggle, strengthen your relationship, have some sex if you feel like it. This is a time when you can really, you know, get to know each other. Well, I shouldn't say that because most of you know, spend a lot of time getting to know each other, especially if you are on a fertility journey or if you've, if you've recently experienced a loss, but it's a time when you can really work on your relationship. And, you know, if you experienced some challenges going through the journeys that you're going through, and I suspect that many of you are, I did, I have to admit. Um, we both did, my husband and I, we didn't experience our fertility journey or our losses in the same way. So take the time that you need to reconnect and find a way to strengthen your relationship if you can. So there you have it. I'm going to recap on the five things that you can do to bring balance back to your body, to de-stress, to actually improve your physical and your emotional health just by staying home. So to recap, the five are number one, get more sleep. Number two, cook healthy, nutritious meals. Now that you have a bit more time and you're not going out as much, get outside as much as you can while still staying safe. Get quiet as much as you can. Reconnect with yourself. And then number five, spend more time with your spouse reconnecting with, with him or her. So there you have it. As I said, if you'd like a little bit of help starting to meditate, just honing in on number four, getting quiet. So while you're cooped up at home, I do have two free meditations on my website, one for releasing the emotional pain of miscarriage and another one for surrendering your fertility plan to the universe. They're both pretty short, 15 minutes each, and I'll link to those in the show notes if you'd like to try if you haven't already. All right, so there you have it. That's all for today. You can improve your physical and emotional health during a pandemic. I'm so glad that you tuned in. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back next week with another episode for you. Take care and stay healthy in the meantime.